0: Well, hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Young and Foolish podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about something that is definitely really relevant to us and a lot about kind of our experience and our, and our uh, personal perspectives. And so, yeah, today we're going to talk about university and whether it's worth it. So a lot of personal experiences, um, for sure. So... um I know all three of us go to different schools and different programs. So maybe we could start off from there because uh, I feel like that, you know, have a huge impact on whether we think it's worth it or not. So I don't know who wants to start. Saw so you, Ray. Saw so you.
1: Uh, all right. Um, so for all the people in the, in the States, the US of A, It's, uh, commonly known as college, um, you know, but we're fancy here, you know, we're a little class here, you know, university. Um, but yeah, um, I go to Brock and, uh, been studying kin, kinesiology and, uh, yeah, my personal experience, it's all right. School itself is pretty good, not bad, but, um, there, there are times where I question about it, you know, cause I feel like now everyone's, everyone gets yeah, pushed sure. into uh, post-secondary real quick. So you don't really get time to decide. So, um, yeah, I, I just think it's, I think post-secondary school is more of a business when, uh, when you look at, you know, the, the overall, um, uh, I guess picture of it. Um, they take a lot of your money, and us um, as, like assuming, you know, you will maybe make it back, um, and it puts a lot yep. of people in debt, especially college in the states. Um, a lot of people are still paying off the debt, even when they're like forties or you know fifties. It's um, yeah, it, it's a really smart way to make a uh, make money. Yeah, for sure. Big schools?
0: Uh, that, that is like um, a huge talking point. I, know I will definitely get into that like a lot, um, especially like, regarding like, the university and college mm-hmm. in the States. Uh, before I really get into all these different talking points, though, um, mm-hmm. Lorenzo, what about you? What what score are you in? What program are you in? Uh, How do you feel about university? it in
2: I'm pretty sure they also call them universities in the States. I'm. I'm that's the thing,
0: right? It, they do, and, and officially okay, yeah. those well, those schools um, are uh, universities. Yeah. yeah okay. And okay. In the abbreviations, they are universities, but yeah, commonly but, uh, uh, talked about, okay, like to refer to them as colleges. Yeah. College oh, athletes, yeah. college, oh, okay, athletes yeah. college sports. You oh, know, go to okay, college. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's That's, that's kind of what we're trying yeah, to get. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. You just not much of a difference.
2: Yeah, I go to Simon Fraser University here in BC. It's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. The campus is nice. Some people say the campus kind of looks like a prison. Uh, at least the Burnaby campus. I quite like it. I don't know. I think it's nice. It's pretty wavy. Um, uh, and yeah, um, in behavioral, well, I'm an intended behavioral neuroscience uh, major, I guess. And I uh, still haven't applied to that because I only just finished the last course that I needed as a prereq to apply to that program. Like last semester and I just haven't looked into what it is that I have to do to apply. But um, yeah, that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Been mostly doing it part-time, been taking it pretty chill. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, fun okay. times. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's the other thing like doing school full-time and part-time oh, and that kind of uh, feel like it's kind of gave you a very different experience. I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. get into that more later. Um, And as for me, I am at Western University, Mm -hmm. University of Western Ontario. They like to call themselves Western University now, a lot of it for advertisement purposes as they are run as a business. Um, And I'll get into that a bit more uh, later, but I am um, doing medical sciences in particular. I'm studying biochemistry and cell biology, and I'm also um, using my other uh, credits to um, do a major in Italian language and culture as opposed to just taking random courses. And in overall, uh, I like the experience Um, definitely some criticisms and I could definitely see um, why someone could say it's worth it or not and how uh, people in my program feel about it. Um, Yeah. So I guess, to start off talking about the, the business side of things, um, what Raymond was really getting at, um, here in Canada, tuition is definitely a lot cheaper, and, uh, but we also get a lot of international students, and their tuition is like way more. So I know students, I think international students here pay like more than 30,000 Canadian um, per uh, full um, year, so two semesters. Um, I believe I could be wrong on that number and I'm pretty sure it differs a little bit between school and between programs, but Western university, they, they call themselves that now a lot more rather than university of Western Ontario, because for international students, a lot of them want to study in the West and they'll search up Western (laughs) university (laughs) and will come (laughs) up.
1: So (laughs) that's
0: pretty smart. (laughs) Yeah. Great (laughs) business strategy. So, um, over no. here, um, I actually just applied for student loans, BC student aid from them, and um, BC student aid. Yeah, BC student aid. That's that's. You're in apply. Ontario. Yeah, but uh, you know, my I'm from BC. My parents live in BC. Okay, yeah, I just sense. apply for that. Yeah, yeah. I think it makes more sense. Uh, I yeah, might yeah. be eligible. I might be eligible to apply for here as well. Not entirely sure. But, um, yeah, like you were saying, things are so business-based for, um, I guess, tertiary education, you know, post-secondary education. Mm -hmm. Um, And just that little story about why Western is called Western University uh, (laughs) kind of already gives you a bit of an insight to that. But I think um, maybe you could take it away and continue on what you're trying to say, Raymond.
1: Um, so yeah, I don't know. I noticed a lot of, um, you know, a lot of times, uh, the students tuitions, you know, the amount of people pay, they go towards more for advertisement than like anything, you know, that actually helps the school grow or helps the students out, you know, uh, like over time and, uh, they've spent a lot of money. So my school personally, we, uh, There's been a lot of renovations on the uh, residences, you know, Uh, because of course, they want to make the residents look nice, more appealing for first years or second years, you know, to stay in, uh, which costs about like 10,000 to (laughs) stay in, which is, you know, (laughs) so um, yeah, like it and it's like everything just works so well together, you know, that that makes the money. You know, if you're a new student who just recently graduated, you know, or like your first time going into uni or uh, college, um, you want that first year experience, anyways. Overall, because that's how you make a lot of you make know, a lot of people people like meet a lot of people, <laughs> make a lot of friends. Yeah, it's true. And <laughs> some people be doing that. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yeah it's just like you know and there, you're for you kind of forced into it too you know a lot of schools require you um almost well not require but like almost require you to to go into residency you know in order to um you know and like uh in order to get a lot of the benefits they offer too so um it kind of it kind of sucks because like um, a lot of schools now in order to get insurance from them and all that, you, you have to apply for first year residence. And I mean, like, that's what I did, right? So... Um, and then second of all, yeah, like Georgia was saying, international students, they pay so much. I've heard people pay, like, yeah. upwards to, like, 50000 Um, And a lot of them, like, a lot of schools have these uh, international residences, per, like, you know, made for uh, international students. And they pay a lot more there, too. And it's... It, it's so dirty like how they uh, you know they prioritize money over education um a lot of these places and um and like that's another thing i want to get into a little bit later um you know but uh yeah uh, what are your thoughts on um Like, what are some things you guys notice? Well, I'll just continue right off what you're saying uh,
0: with the international students and the tuition, because that is huge, right? Uh, I feel like in Canada, because tuition is not quite as expensive and student loans and also, um, I guess, just, um, I guess, part-time jobs and working while you're going to school, working during the summer, and also um, money from, like, um, scholarships. Uh, overall makes it a lot easier overall um, and people don't really struggle with that nearly as much as in the states because the tuition there is um, quite frankly just insane yeah. and the point I really wanted to get at well not yeah. exactly a point but just a little thing I want to point out is that there are American students going to Canadian schools paying the international student fee which is a lot more than the domestic um, you know price. And still cheaper than going to school in the <laughs> states, and you know, like we, I think we could do a lot better here. Um, we've talked about this before in other episodes. Some of the biggest problem in Canada, right? But the states—they've got some very, very serious problems that they're not really addressing right now. And the fact that we have American students coming here uh, with cheaper tuition being a major reason is. Really, you know, telling of the issue that exists over there and mm-hmm. the, the overall um, kind of international students paying the paying to go to school and other places and really as more of a business thing. But these universities, that is really a huge thing in places like UK, like North America, as well as like Australia. These are kind of the places that are really, you know, um, in that business so much so that you could look at Australia's economy and how much it's kind of relying on uh, China. Part of it is the import-export thing, but also just they get so many Chinese um, international students there. Uh, Not just the tuition that they pay there, but coming here, living in their cities, living in the country, the money they spend regularly, the the kind of, uh, I guess, just liquidity that they put into the, the market there. So... It's just kind of crazy to to see the the business side of university um, kind of worldwide, <laughs> but in particular those uh, countries that I mentioned and how uh, international students play such a huge role in that.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I right. watched the I forget what video it was that I watched the other day, but it was on like the economics of Canada and like one of our biggest exports, if you think about it, it's kind of education, right? Yeah. because um, And Raymond was saying, like, he thinks it's dirty how much they charge the international students. I think it's fine because if you think about it, they're coming here, right? They're taking a spot in the university. And chances are, once they get their education, for a lot, most of these students, I would assume, right? They go back to their countries, right? Or go somewhere else. So they take that education with them. So that leaves the Canadian economy, right? Uh, whereas more Canadian students, you know, once they finish their degree, they stick around in Canada. Obviously, a lot of pe- a lot of people move around. But uh, to me, I think it makes yeah, it makes sense that, you know, international costs are so much higher. I think it's a pretty fair trade. You know, they get Canadian education, which is pretty good. And uh, we get their money, which is pretty good. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a decent export. Like, I mean, I guess it's a little weird because yeah. from, from like, an idealist perspective, it's kind of like, oh, it's education, man. You know, education should be free for everybody. And, like, to a certain extent, I agree with that 100%. I don't think um money or f- your financial situation should prevent you from getting an education or a good education for that matter, um, but look, from a logistical perspective, it makes a lot of sense to do to have a system like Canada's international system.
1: yeah yeah, um yeah, no, I see that, but um I'm just saying like not even just for international students um. Like I just think it's sturdy in general for you know all all students, um, with the amount of money they yeah. charge, you know, even though Canada is fairly cheaper, but for the amount of money you you put in and the amount of value you get out is you know I mean it's, I it's think for some much. people it is like, worth
2: it though because like, there's a lot of careers that you just straight up can't get into like it yeah really I mean I it, it depends a lot and that's I think something yeah. that's overlooked a lot because for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, um, universities kind of like you got to go to university. You have to go to university, right? I forget when, but there was like a period of time when uh, a lot of investments were made in trying to get people interested in universities because it wasn't always this popular. Something like fifty years ago, not everybody went to university to go get a degree. Other options were much more popular back then, and then uh, I forget why. Yeah, trades Trains? exactly right. I forget exactly what it was, but for whatever reason, they really started pushing like, "Yo, university is the way to go." It is the way to go and nowadays. It's gotten to the point where it's almost like a cult. Like, like you know, in high school, you know, sometimes oh, I'm not gonna go to university. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. All right, good luck with that one. You know, yeah. like you know, um, but um there's a lot of stuff that like you legitimately can't do without university. So like, for example, the field that George is in, right. You can't get a start in that field unless you go to uni. That's the only way, right. There's no alternatives, you know?
0: Yeah. You so can't for those just people, go into a lab and just start doing things. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> right.
2: So like yeah. <laughs> in that sense,
0: yeah. it, it does provide a
2: lot of value, especially here. Cause like the price is relatively cheap. And even if you go through student loans, won't be crippled with debt for like the rest of your life almost of for the majority of your adult life it's not going to set you back that much financially and it's going to give you basically your entire career right so in that sense if you look at it from that perspective i think it's worth it whether or not it's worth it for everybody i think that's a different story right because maybe not everybody needs to go down that career path and you know do those things right for example stem you know i feel like stem is just gonna get so oversaturated right everybody's trying to get into stem uh well not everybody but you know uh computer science computer science super important burgeoning field but there's so many people in computer sciences right like yeah it's a really competitive field you know so is it is it the best play for everybody i don't know
0: yeah and also um I mean, just kind of you talking about the price you're paying and the value you get out of it. Um, I think it really depends on how you think about it. You know, if you're just looking at it for, like, a career perspective and you're saying you're paying this much for the education and for the degree that sets you up for the career, then I think in a lot of cases it, it probably isn't worth it. Like, um, you know, for, for the ones that doesn't actually require you... Um, to have like certain degrees, more that they just value actual experience and um, your own uh, abilities more, then you might not be um, worth in that sense. But university, I think, offers more than that. And if you're trying to get um, kind of the overall experience rather than just the degree and the education part of it, I think for some people, um, it definitely changes uh, whether it's worth it or not for them. You know, like you're saying, you meet a lot of people. You go there and have your uh, thoughts challenged. You get pushed to think critically about many things through your courses. You um, take courses that you really don't have much previous knowledge in, prior knowledge in. And that could um, kind of lead you to discover certain passions, certain things about yourself, certain things about the world that could be really valuable later on. There are just other aspects to the university experience that um might make it worth it or not worth it depending on what you're trying to get out of it Mm -hmm.
1: yeah no like i i agree um i mean yeah i guess it it really depends especially um i guess for uh, the courses or you know what you're majoring in as well as the school itself um for me personally, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like my school's been, been a little bit lackluster, you know, it's, it's missing a lot of components as well as, uh, I don't know, like from, from what I've heard from like a, like an insider source, um, like a prof at, I think McMaster University. Um, I'm pretty sure, cause like I, I, uh. So like this prophet at McMaster, right. Um, he basically said that, uh, the universities are going to say they're going to open up, you know, like, you know, this upcoming year open up and, uh, you know, everything's going to be in class as well, but that's, they're going to say that even if it means like they're going to go online either way just for, you know, to get more people into, into classes and, uh, you know, make more money than at uh, the pa- past, you know, previous years, and uh, like from that business standpoint, I don't know. It's, I personally think that's kind of gross. That's pretty misleading, especially for you know students who who want the in class um, value, you know, of it, want the experiences, uh, the seminars, you know, the labs. Um, I I. I personally don't think that's that's like a fair way to uh, to do things, especially for uh, people or like you know families who, who aren't the best well off, you know, who aren't really well off in uh, financial wise. So yeah, no. I don't mm. Yeah. Know. Wait. I, I see. Do you, I n- see do you, you not think th- th- that's that's my take? I we, see where you guys Do you guys not at. think that? Uh,
2: would the universities not be opening up over there? Because over here in BC, Rona's pretty much on its last legs. Like, pretty, we just went into step three, which is really nice. So, for yeah. example, masks are optional for businesses to have. Like, a business can still ask yeah. you to put on a mask, and you still have to wear it if they ask you to. But it's kind of like um, you don't have to wear a mask if the if the place doesn't demand you. No end of you. Uh, I think social distancing is pretty much easy. Yeah. I think there's still just a couple restrictions on like really large gatherings, but that's it. So, I mean, unless something crazy
0: happens, I know well, for a fact that okay, like, uh, we're
2: going in person here.
0: Yeah. No. So, so the thing is, yeah, like, no, um, like, What they announced that they were going to go into person before they really. Know any how things are gonna play out, yeah. right? Uh, you know, it's you can't really just predict very easily when you're gonna get into certain phases, certain steps. Right yeah, now, here true. we're in step two, and things overall are okay. And by September, with the vaccination, how that's going, everything, it, it oh, yeah. is very uh, plausible that it goes into person, like in, you know, in if norm, like if everything goes normally, like it is has been going. Think we should be in person. Um, but okay, the thing yeah. is, like, they just said, announced that, you know, the plan is to go into person, and that's how they're um, trying to get it. Um, and for them to do that, and what Raymond was talking about, it totally makes sense in a business perspective because um, you announced that plan, that's definitely good for business. And if you end up, you know, not being able to do that, well, they can't really blame you. Because at the time you announced it and like the steps you say you're gonna take, it, it makes sense. And yeah, it's and it's like a virus, right? There's only so much you can do. So if it gets to a point where you can't actually open up, they can't really blame you. But the gains you made from that business decision, you already made the gains. So so I kind of get. Like, I feel like it's incredibly smart. It is a little bit gross mm-hmm. because um, there's it's not yeah. very transparent in that sense. Because um, they only tell you that okay, we're gonna go into person, we're gonna take these steps. They don't really tell you um, the the other side of it, the risk. Because there is a lot that they can't predict. So um, I feel mm-hmm. like there, it's a little bit misleading. It's definitely definitely not as uh, transparent, and it's very uh, business like, which sometimes just for a you know academic institution to do just feels a little bit wrong, but, um, Mm. it just feels a little bit off, but like, I don't actually have anything against them doing that personally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, from a business perspective, it makes sense, but promising, you know, future students, um, as well as, you know, taking their money, um, when you're like, what, seven, eight months ago, right. That everything's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be in class. You guys have to pay know, seven, eight like months ago. Life.
2: Or like no no no, like, no, 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 like no. ahead of the opening or whatever. When, when
1: this, yeah, when they announced it, you know, when they were announcing things and like getting ready, to, you guys have to no, pay that no. much ahead of time.
0: No, we pay, we pay like a no, month no. before school starts. Yeah. A month
1: before, I pay when and it then, starts, dude. <laughs> and then you pay a max ins yeah like a month in yeah okay yeah um that's what the deadline no we pay
0: a month before No, i'm
1: saying when they announced
0: we're paying oh, in august <laughs> we start starting uh september oh damn yeah. oh that's weird then, then we pay damn. in december do you guys have to
2: pay by oh, yeah. wait do you guys have to pay by august or is it like you can start paying in august because i know i can for example like once i get into my yeah. courses july 20th i can i think i can pay it or something i'm not sure
0: you maybe not. Like you could start. Paying it's, it's a deadline, a deadline. deadline for, for us here. It's a deadline for us. The deadline yeah. is in yeah. August at Western, and then oh, the that's deadline so weird. is oh, yeah, December. No, for, like
2: what happens if you like drop a course or like okay. switch a course or something? Or
0: so or what if you are unless there's something? Wait, we, we pay right? not based on classes. I, I've i told you this before. We pay by a full oh
2: no, uh, full course guy.
0: load or um. Part-time course. So I could overload. I could take, if I get permission to overload, I could take extra course and I don't pay anything extra for that. If I take, if I take, if I take one less course, it's still full time. So I'm still going to pay the same amount. But as long as you're, the range of a full course load, uh, you pay the same. But then like, if you're in a different program, like um, if you're in like Ivy or if like in engineering, like you pay a different thing. If you're in nursing, you know, mm-hmm. you pay a different thing.
2: But, okay, um, that makes or, sense. Yeah.
0: And then if you're in the sciences, oh, okay. you pay this extra donation fee. Um, but, um, yeah, so there are some variations, but overall students just pay based on um, the, the course that they're taking.
1: Okay, that's really interesting. Because yeah. uh, I think I have a similar, um, you know, thing to Lorenzo. Cause like, yeah. so we basically like, you know, when, when, uh, you sign up for classes, you know, you take your classes in and you get your schedule going, like you could start paying for your classes, right. But then you pay for each class. Mm-hmm. Um, so some classes you pay more, um, depending on, you know, if it's a full year or, you know, like one semester deal. And then, um, and then like for, for us, we have like a deadline, I think a month into school. Uh, but you could ask for an extension, so it's not that bad. Um, you just have to give them, you know, whatever they they need for an extension. But um, yeah, like uh, if you miss the deadline, uh, you get interest. Um, yeah, but I think our deadline's like a month in or like three three weeks in into a school year. So. Hmm. I don't know about yours, Lorenzo. Yeah. Uh, I
2: forget what the deadline is because I always just pay it as soon as I can. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, like I'm a part-time student and I'm not taking out student loans and I'm working the whole time that I'm in school. So I can I can do that, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people won't have that same option, obviously. And tying back to what we were talking about with like, oh, you know, they're going to try to charge you more because you're going back to in-person. Or I think that's kind of the gist of it, right? I like to me personally from my perspective, right? With the way like uh, if SFU were to do that, right? Like to me, it seems it makes total sense. I don't know why they would do anything different because it's like it, it seems like you know, if everything goes according to plan, it's going to get to step three. So why not plan for step three, right? Um,
1: yeah, but that's but then, I'm but then, obviously,
2: like... yeah, but then let's say in the scenario that the students get shafted, right? And, like, it doesn't go back to in-person, like you said. Uh, obviously, everyone's different, right? So, not everyone's going to be comfortable making the same decision. But at that point, I'd, I'd probably just drop my classes. I'd be like, okay, I'll just wait again, <laughs> you know?
1: Like, um, that that's not the scummy thing that, like, I'm saying. That's not, like, you know, like, of course. Like, if, if you could promise that and, like, you know, things or, um, you know, if it, like – if it shows that statistically you know it, it's possible you know it might happen yeah. or it's probably gonna happen of course you know like I, I wouldn't blame the university for that but when they did it it was you know it was bad <laughs> it was when like cases were really bad we were in lockdown <laughs> and, uh, yeah, oh, okay. like yeah, multiple times yeah like where there's no way to pretend they have faith, in the, dude, they have faith in the vaccines man they have faith dude <laughs> Yeah, man, they had faith in the tuition costs.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah, when it's like,
1: when it's that misleading and when it's, it's almost like a false promise because you don't know for sure if it's going to happen or not. And you're, you're allowing these students or you're promoting it as if, you know, you know exactly what's going to happen. Well, I think I
2: remember and, uh, the, like during the summer, like early in the fall, right? Um people are like oh y'all spring 2021 yeah we'll be back in person <laughs> uh, yeah that's so
1: good hilarious <laughs> yeah man yeah it's like damn. like they're all they're almost promising something like that's like another year away which you can't really promise yeah um, so i personally think that was just really misleading of um you know of I guess like the unis, I, I don't but, know. Uh, I think if
2: they announced as it like, a after after Canada have like the vaccine plan kind of going, and I kind of get that because no, you know no. in theory you know once you get the vaccines out, the numbers for COVID just don't work out anymore because it's just no. it doesn't transmit to enough people after you get a certain amount of people.
1: That um, was before the vaccinated. Was it
2: was <laughs> it before the vac? Like was that like before they approved vaccines and before like these <laughs> companies had committed? The vaccine, yeah, it was before. It was before it okay, then yeah, it that's really it like, says. Yeah,
1: like it was before, like you could, you know, it was before it was announced and confirmed okay. that you know, every, like people could, uh, you know, go for the vaccines and everything. It, it was, it was like, I don't know, it, it was just really scummy. It was,
2: yeah, that seems that seems weird to me because that then they just went off of pretty much nothing. Then if that's yeah. the case, if that was like before Canada had their vaccine plan, kind of. Announced because like, like Senate, they, yeah. we've known, well, because we've known about the the vaccines for a, a long time, right? Like yeah. Since,
1: yeah,
2: and like for the longest time, we knew that yo Canada was gonna get, you know. It's going to yeah. be up on the list. It's not going to be the first one to get vaccinated, but it's going to be up there, right? It was it's more going be one along of the first
0: that, that stage. And like, that's not kind of what they they yeah, know. Okay, that's... They, they just kind of figured that in the summer that we could get the vaccines all happening. Like it was kind of, yeah. I think it was like it before confirmed. it was fully announced how exactly yeah. things are going to work out with the vaccine. It okay. just more like, yeah. okay, um, there are vaccines out oh. there and we should be able to get them. So yeah. then, yeah, we should be able to get back
1: in person because of that. It's like making a full court shot and say, "Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna go in." (laughs) Like, bro, I think it's
2: more like a half court shot. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, because
2: logistically, if the vaccines have the efficacy that the trial show, and you do manage to get them out to enough Canadians, like, I mean, it's gonna work. I mean, it's been working here. It's been, you know, um,
1: but like, yeah, even with the vaccines, twenty twenty, but even with the vaccines, wasn't there like a shortage? For a little bit, so like kind of,
2: limited. uh, for a little bit, but it yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't bad, it wasn't like
0: yeah. It wasn't no, I mean, yet,
2: right? if you well, yeah, I mean, come on, yeah. America, cause... yeah, you know, very few countries compared to <laughs> India, my guy, dude. That was <laughs> tragic, man. That was tragic. Yeah,
1: that was, um,
2: but I mean, no, I mean, Canada's doing pretty well because even compared to a lot of European countries where they haven't started vaccinating all that much, you know. Like, I think, for example, Portugal still pretty much all shut down, right? Like, what? a lot of these countries are...
0: No? No. Have they vaccinated? No? I mean, they're not shut down. They're like, not like shut a, down. We're not, not like locked, like locked semi, down, but they have... But they don't... They were allowing tourists to come in. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And a yeah. lot of people Dang. have gotten their first dose. Okay. Oh really? Okay, yeah. that's. Surprising. I don't think yeah, they're, they're quite at the the pace Canada is, where at the percentage yeah, no, Canada, Canada is, is, but like, like the, yeah. overall they're doing pretty well. I think uh, in certain big cities they're having like short periods where they have uh, put in more uh, restrictions, mm-hmm. just as uh, just kind of depending on the number of cases during that time period. But overall, yeah, yeah. there is tourism happening, and uh, there is a lot of vaccination happening too. And overall, it's uh, fairly open. Wow, it's crazy. That's yeah. yeah. good. I wonder
2: how it is. I wonder how it is in like the Middle East and like Eastern Europe and all those countries, or even in Africa. I wonder how the
1: vaccination rates are going there. I yeah. think it's not I don't serious know. We'll in Africa since um, the virus itself can't withstand such heat. I can't. Uh, Damn. Yeah, like it, it doesn't transmit as well um, when it's. But well, what about Brazil then? That- People dying in Brazil from COVID, left, right, and center. That's weird. Well, it depends on the population too, right? Like, I don't know. Like, where in Brazil, though? Like, the really dense know, populations?
2: I haven't I haven't checked the numbers. I just know that, uh, okay. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, well, Brazil didn't really put any restrictions for quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and it also kind of makes sense why they didn't, you know? You stop these people from working, then you're going to get more people dying because no one's working. And, you know, you got to take into account the socioeconomic status of certain communities. That's true. If you just say, okay, yeah, you guys can't do any of these things. like That's just going to cause more problems with drugs and alcohol with uh, starvation, with um, domestic abuse. There are many other issues that arise. Um, So it kind of makes sense why they did that. But also part of that is just because they're a leader, you know has their set of yeah. beliefs. Um, but so, you know, the, there are many ways to look at it and see why they end up doing what they did. And you could even argue now that the decision they made weren't even, like, actually bad overall. So, yeah, it kind of depends. But it's a very different situation here, there, mm-hmm. and uh, Africa.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And Africa is huge. There's so many countries. You can't just say a There's whole It's massive, continent, yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But like I mean Australia's doing pretty good. Or uh, New Zealand. New, New Zealand, Zealand has been doing really well New for Zealand. a long time. Oh yeah, they went ham. And yeah. Taiwan as well. They went ham. And like I, I forgot which European country like I don't know, what was it like uh Norway or Sweden or something? Where everything. Was
2: it the one that just didn't have any restrictions for the longest time? Yeah, and
1: like there was nothing happening.
2: Yeah, Sweden didn't really have much uh no i think they they got hit pretty hard at one point i'm pretty sure maybe it was i think yeah it was yeah it didn't work out well for them it did not work out well for them i don't think yeah. i think now they're fine but i think they yeah god I, yeah. uh, I don't think their strategy was as good as they initially thought it would be hold on i'm gonna google it because yeah. i don't want to be spreading misinformation hold on one second
0: I mean, even in like the places that um, has done well overall, uh, like Taiwan, they've had, they have outbreaks. I think they had one like, last month, right?
1: Damn. I
0: remember hearing yeah. Because
1: yeah. like, I think a few months ago, I read like Taiwan was like 140 some days free of COVID. I was like, bruh.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think things uh, got pretty bad last month and now they're starting to do really well again. Yeah, And I think overall, uh, Sweden is doing. Like, doing well, but there have been periods where the numbers didn't look so good. Yeah. I mean, you know, the situation is always changing, so it's hard.
2: Okay. Sounds like according to John Hopkins University, they did end up having a way higher death rate. So, like, uh, there's an article off of ABC News. Uh, Denmark, Norway, and Finland, with a combined population of 16.75 million, have recorded 4,331 deaths. I think this article is as of February 2021, so it's a little bit old. Um, Attributed to coronavirus, so 4,300 out of 16.75 million. Whereas Sweden, by contracts, has registered 12,798 deaths at a population of 10.2 million. So definitely a lot higher rate, death rate at least. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's more complicated than just the death rate, right? So yeah, maybe yeah. they got hit economically less hard or yeah. much of other stuff too. So Like death rates it's kind of from like,
1: Corona?
2: Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Because so they had 12,000 deaths that they could attribute to Corona with a population of 10 million, whereas like three of their neighbor countries combined that did go into lockdowns. They had a population of like 16 million and they only had like 4,300 COVID deaths. Hmm. So the other countries had more people and like a f- like 60% less COVID deaths. Uh, and then Sweden had Bro? slightly less people, yeah.
1: but I where? think. Yeah, slightly yeah. less
2: people, but way more COVID deaths. Well, I guess well, like it depends
1: on yep. the cases, right? The number of cases as well. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah, I don't think yeah. um, it would be fair to compare Sweden with its neighboring countries who are in lockdown. Um, uh, You know, I, I feel like well, if you're going to compare Sweden with a country in lockdown, it should be countries like Canada or even the U.S. Um, yeah, how come? I, I
2: don't know much about those countries, but I'm sure you know more about those countries. No, I, I feel do.
0: like, yeah, I feel like if Sweden were, win- were to go into lockdown it would be similar to its neighboring countries. So in mm-hmm. that sense, I think it's a fair comparison. Yeah. But the overall impact, you know, uh, I feel like it's almost like saying, like, yeah, okay, if they go into lockdown, um, like, like its neighboring it. countries, it's going to have a lower rate like that. But what is the actual impact overall? And just kind of comparing that to its neighboring country, I feel like it's a little bit isolated. I feel like it doesn't really try to prove the point that's trying to.
2: Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to, okay,
0: here's like... what I'm really trying to get at. For those Nordic countries, for them to stay open, how does that look compared to us in North America going into a lockdown? I, I feel like that's the argument that they're trying to make. I think that's what a lot of people here are looking at it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking, yes, if they were to go into lockdown, of course they would do better, like its neighboring countries. But yeah, as uh, Sweden being so different from here, them being uh, not in lockdown, how does that compare to here in lockdown? You know, I, mm-hmm. I want to look at that difference more, as opposed to Sweden being open compared to neighboring countries who are very similar uh, and uh, who are in lockdown.
1: Yeah, and, uh, and I feel like, oh, okay, so I feel like you also have to look at the cases. Like if there was. You know, like, mm-hmm. Sweden had like, you know, the triple the amount of cases. It's not really a fair comparison when you look at the other countries. Like, I don't know. This is other factors.
2: Well, I mean, if they had triple the amount of cases because of their open to yeah. the virus, yeah. then I feel like that's fair game. Yeah, you know, because that's kind of what that's kind of the whole argument, right? Like, oh, we didn't have to lock down, right? So, so George, what you're saying is like the the Sweden example isn't. Uh, it should be more compared to, like, Canada, because that's, that, that's kind of, like, the argument here. Is that what you're trying to say?
0: Well, I think... Or you're
2: trying to say that, like, the comparison of speaking to its neighbors is just not good because maybe...
0: Well, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that here in North America, when we try to look at um, yeah. the effectiveness of the lockdown, Sweden just going to be very different from us. Them going to lockdown yeah. is going to be much more effective than us going to lockdown. And if they were to go into lockdown, looking at some neighboring countries who did go into lockdown, you would expect to see very similar results. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it would be much more interesting and much more relevant to us to see them being so different being open how does that compare to us who are who are in lockdown is their openness okay, yeah. uh, comparable to us who are in lockdown so them staying open but have like similar uh, rates and similar cases of relatively to us who are in lockdown i think that would be more interesting because okay, you know, I, you I, I, I just don't really see how um like I've, i just think it's very obvious uh, to say that uh, a country like sweden um if they were to go into lockdown and they will have lower death rates and lower cases. Um, yeah. Um, like, like the neighboring countries. Because the whole Nordic countries, it's just very different um, culturally. And just kind of, um, just with social distancing, like normally they're just going to be distanced more. So I just kind of want to see kind of how that, their normal lives compared mm-hmm. to us in lockdown. I think that's, that's um, more interesting to look at.
2: Or I mean, I think you could probably even just look at some of the states in uh, the United States because a lot of the, um, a lot of the states just went at lockdowns at different times, right? Yeah. Like some some had really stubborn governors that didn't go on lockdown for the longest time, and um, I'm sure there's numbers out there to show exactly what happened to them. And I feel like that would be pretty analogous, uh, analogous right? Uh, well, not analogous exactly, right? Because the states are almost some of them are almost countries in and of uh, in and of themselves. Yep. Right? Um, but I guess it's almost a good thing if we're trying to compare it to Canada, at least. Um, you know, because, like, for example, I think California's got pretty much the population of Canada. Obviously, it's a lot smaller. Uh, or even here in Canada, BC went on lockdown, I think, way before anybody else, I think. Uh, maybe not on like full, full lockdown, but they had restrictions in place pretty early. And I think that definitely showed because for the entire pandemic. BC, you know, obviously had its difficulties, but it was nothing like Ontario at any point. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of other places
0: to look at it. Well the population as well. density also has a huge Yeah. You know, also plays a huge factor. And I feel like just kind oh, of the sure. demographics and kind of um the, the the more prevalent behaviors within the demographics, um and how that is, I feel like um I don't know. Pacific Northwest people are just more chill. Um oh, for sure. More likely to follow restrictions, more likely to be like, okay. That's fine. Um as opposed to I feel like out oh, what I mean out oh, east here, it's a uh, definitely a lot more dense um people I feel like are I don't know, just a little bit more tense, a lot more um I yeah. don't know, um and hey man, I'd be pretty tense too if
2: I had to be beside Quebec. You know. Come on, man. That's no way to live. That's no way to
1: live. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Um, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm I not Quebec. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, out here in the East, like, we're very heavily, you know, um, I guess, influenced by uh, the States as well. So, I don't know. It kind of depends. Like, uh, George said.
0: Yeah, I mean, the whole um, East Coast, both in Canada and the States, We're just hit harder, and like maybe you can even like talk about like climate being a factor too. Like um, I don't know why it is, but like the whole region overall, we're we're just we just hit harder.
2: Yeah.
0: uh, Yep. But up okay, let's (laughs) let's get back to uh, university. (laughs) Universities, universities. But during COVID, other aspect um, that uh, university. Um, did both here and the States was that a lot of the fees that we we're paying, like, uh, they still made us pay even though we weren't really going to get yeah. anything out of it. They, they didn't change the um, fees
1: uh-huh. much at all. They didn't decrease it until yeah. like, you know, until like majority of students right. called them out, and protested. And even then.
0: And that's and depending yeah. on the school. Some school just didn't and change like it at
1: that, all. That just sucks, man. You're trading, you know, you're paying the same amount for like, yeah you know, online education as opposed to in class. And, um, and a lot of people learn a lot better in class. You know, you get a lot more information. Yeah, man. Oh, for sure. So
2: it's not even just that, but it's like just when you're at home and you have to like boot up your PC to go to class and you're sitting there, you're not paying your own house.
1: Yeah. It's not not the same environment. You're not paying for the library. You're not, you're not really paying to use the university space where like, you know,
2: Well, you are paying, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) but you're not using it.
1: Like I'm saying, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, man, like it's just, I don't know, just not the play, man, not the play. Uh, And
0: yeah, and the fact that you have to pay like recreation fees still for a lot of schools is kind of like that's stupid. Gym (laughs) fees, man! Oh
1: my gosh, I don't even get to use the gym. I'm paying gym fees even though the gym's under construction. And then you know even before COVID, and then I'm paying it while COVID's happening. Like, bruh, what's going on, man? I can't them.
2: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how like of a financial situation of these universities are. So maybe it's kind of like a, kind of like a landlord situation. Not like obviously they don't have landlords, but I mean it's kind of like like a lot of landlords couldn't afford to waive um, their tenants' fees, right, or whatever you know because. They had they had payments to make themselves. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if the universities have debts. Maybe even though the students won't be using the buildings, maybe like, yo, we need that money to keep the building, dude, or whatever. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Um, obviously, I don't think they should charge the students for it, but maybe they were just in a situation where they had to, or maybe they just wanted the money. Who knows? Yeah, I could see the
1: university, like I don't mind. Um There was a lot of renovations going on and a lot of construction, like, right? Um, so I guess they needed the money. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the construction they were doing were kind of pointless anyways. Like, it was just to advertise the school better, you know? They had a whole new, I guess, um, they had a whole new uh, main hall. Empty. Like, like a circular desk in the center. Like, literally, for like, you could walk, you know, it, it takes like a minute to walk across. Like that, that's, that's a big room and it's all empty, man. And, uh, they spent a lot of money there and for what? Just for more advertisement, you know, just, just, to, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of schools. Yeah, it it looks look pretty that pretty yeah, I mean, it looks nice. It looks nice, but it's not like, damn, that's worth all that money, you know? But, um, yeah, but like, I guess like my school personally, they took mm-hmm. off some amount of money from tuition. They took off 200 bucks, um, which overall from all the, from all the students that took, um, you know, school that year, they saved, you know, all together, they saved over 4 million bucks. If you think about it, 200, that that's just, yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. So the amount of money they're making is, is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah.
0: So, um, uh, we've talked a lot about just kind of um, the the money you pay and the whole business side, the the money side of things and how mm-hmm. that contributes to whether it's worth it or not. And I do want to make one more point in this area before we move on to kind of more just kind of the education, the, the kind of, um, I guess, yeah, the experience, the, the on-campus yeah. experience, the community, all the different aspects of um, university outside of, uh, you know, related to money. So the last thing I want to bring up related to money is kind of how do you feel about the crazy amount of money that um, the admin, uh, the administration, um, you know, staff are paid, especially those at the top, like um, president of the um, university. I think I think they're called dude. no. because they get paid yeah, crazy. I'm money. Started,
1: bro. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. I got. I got. I got to say this. So um, our. Go ahead. You know,
2: so, uh, you know, man.
1: like when you, when you vote for the president of like, whatever, um, like the student president of whatever, whatever, right. And like the team and stuff. So our, like, um, so mm-hmm. our, uh, student presidency, they, they take a lot of the money, dude. They took a private jet, you know, to, yeah, they take private jets what to the- certain areas. <laughs> well. The student president? The like, student um, president? Yeah. The student president. Like the uh, the whole entire group. Like the student governing body. What? what? The student president? No, I don't believe no, you no. right. I'm not saying the head. I'm not saying the head of the university. I'm saying the... Yeah. No, I know. I know. The, that's that's what's what's what I know more bro. <laughs> I know.
2: So like the, the like student
1: where? government, you know, of the, of the, um, of the school they'd be taking private jets, you know, to, to our so students cr- be corrupt dude, over there. It's so corrupt. There's so many, <laughs> <laughs> our, our school meme page just makes fun of them because of all that. stuff, and that uh, they spend a lot of like excessive, they spent excessive amounts of money on parties for them, you know, as well as, you know, just trips, you know, vacations and they get paid so much too. Oh my gosh. The school, Wait, well,
0: the, who's school. Paying them? the school, well, but yeah, re- who's
1: paying them? Yeah, but in <laughs> the reality, they don't why. do much for the school, anyways. Well, it, it's such a corrupt system we got going. Um.
0: Yeah, well, the schools do have, run, have bro, um, like a budget allocated mm. for the student council, uh, student council not the student rent, so. student <laughs> government. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like the student council is really yeah. corrupt in my school, and um, yeah, man, like uh, like all these. Everyone's just talking trash about them, and then it's every crazy. year, dude, this guy Peter Hedden, he he makes he makes a rap video and he runs for it, but he's he's I swear he's special needs, dude. <laughs> like I'm not I'm, like like I'm not saying I'm not making fun of him. He, he's he's not, but he. <laughs> you're laughing dude you're laughing dude, just, hey, dude he's, dude, he's not but <laughs> like, he's just he's a special type of person man um like there's just can you no, rap when well, you got bars I mean, or i don't know there's one time i was taking the bus back to um uh, like uh, this second year i was taking the bus back to uh my uh my apartment um and then on the bus you know i i see him and his boy recording a new rap video and i'm like dude i I recorded it and put it on my story i'm like dude (laughs) (laughs) and he's back at it again and the next thing you know like two days later he drops a new video exact same spot i'm like bro they they banned him from running too that's so good Yet he still tries. (laughs) (laughs) The permanent, he removed him from the council. He made it so he was not eligible to to run. He still makes these wraps. What
0: is your school, man? I didn't even know stuff like that was <coughs> happening at student council. I was just talking <laughs> about the people at the top, like the administration, yeah, the actual president kidding. of the school, like people who are actually getting paid crazy amounts of
1: money.
2: <laughs> he still makes the videos. That's so good.
1: I guess that's part of the experience. Oh, <laughs> yeah, part
0: of the experience, man. You, you meet very interesting people for sure.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, man. Yeah yeah no um before we talk about the admins because i'll just say what i know about the admins at sfu i don't know how much they get paid i don't know no clue so yeah but there's definitely a lot of schools that pay them way way too much it's crazy um yeah a lot more than they should really be paid you know especially with their track record because i mean i think most universities have pretty high rates of student dissatisfaction you know just in general at least with regards to the admin you know Like I think if you ask most students, like, and you show them like, yo, this is how much the president is getting paid. This is how much this person's getting paid. You think that's fair? I think most people probably say no. Um, but uh, with regards to the student council at SFU, man, every year they have like a race that runs. But last year there was some tea going on. I forget what it was, but like some dude. I can't remember his name. Even if I remember the name, I don't want to call him out because he's some serious allegations. But somebody I – mean, this wasn't last year. This, I guess it must have been like the year before that. But, like, I went, I went to just go to the washroom, right? And this is around when all this hype happening, all the elections are coming up or whatever. So everyone's got posters up, right? It's insane. And I'm about to leave. And I, I glance at this one post I'm like, oh, it seems interesting. Or I look at the poster. It's accusing this one dude of, like, some crazy stuff, like embezzling oh. money, I think. I might be remembering this wrong, but it was, like, sexual assault or something. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's man. crazy. Bro, that, 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 like, crazy. that
1: shit happens. Even in student councils. Yeah.
2: Man, dude. student councils, like, I'm man. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah,
1: correct. Yeah, man. Like, Peter Hedden was, like, he, he himself was uh, removed um, like the whole entire, like, I guess everyone was running against him, right. To remove him. And, um, everyone was, si-
2: the, he, <laughs> was, rap a, he was, was a threat,
1: man. man. He was a threat. Um, uh, but he was, yeah, he was taking, he was taking a lot more money than he should have. And, um, dude, this one time during a campfire, bro, like, I'm pretty sure this girl, like he's with was, was actually special needs. Right. So like that, and he was taking advantage of her. Mm-hmm. like like he 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 was oh yeah bro. like he was dating That's not that stuff. That's But terrible. like you know like for i've heard many gross reasons for why but like dude like that guy was actually no buenos. like it was really bad but um yeah man like 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 you were saying like soon student, student councils are just just as corrupt sometimes as the um, actual, you know, administration.
0: Um, and yeah, I don't know too much about the student council here. Um, like is
1: it yeah, I really just there?
0: don't have too much insight on that. But um, in, in 2015, um, our previous president um, pub- pub- publicly apologized for um, making... <laughs> Oh, it's just under one million dollars in salary and benefits Bro. from the previous year, <laughs> and a few Remember, years a few years later, he ended up making another five hundred k. That's the amount of money some of these guys are Dude, getting. I was paid.
1: expecting like half a mil, but that's like, crazy. close to a mil. That's best. Damn.
0: One year, one oh, year. Geez. The other year, it was half of it. That's one year. But hundreds of thousands, man, at the top. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're talking about like the president, right? But also just administration overall. A lot of these people, we're just getting paid a crazy amount of money. Is what for? You know?
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's that's crazy. Like, I don't know. And like I feel like some profs, you know, like, uh, they don't actually get paid as much as they should be, too so like i feel like that's also another issue mm-hmm. um within the universities um but yeah man like that's that that's dumb money bro
0: yeah um so yeah i guess um getting to other aspects of university and this kind of experience and one thing that for me at least makes me feel like it's worth it uh just kind of living by myself being a um a different city and just kind of having that aspect of yeah. having to you know do all the school stuff but also just having to actually live by myself and develop that independence more um so it's almost kind of simulating how it would be like when you're you know just living alone and working a job kind of like mm-hmm. that um and also just i don't know um I feel like being away, um it also kind of pushes you outside of comfort zone to uh, get to know people and meet people that you otherwise would just never meet, probably. Uh whereas yeah. when you're kind of stuck in the same place, you're very familiar with the people around you as well. So not just the environment, but also the people. So it kinda of pushes you to uh, I don't know, develop social skills, to develop new relationships and to kind of gain new perspective from those people and just the environment you're in. So I feel like that's something that has been uh, definitely a highlight of university for sure. And like that was actually um, especially true for that one month that I was in Italy as a part of a exchange program basically. And so that kind of thing and having those types of oppor- those types of opportunities, I think those are definitely highlights that could uh, Really make it worth yeah. it for you to go to university. Those are
1: very valuable um, experiences, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure.
2: Um, to... Yeah, <laughs> cannot relate. I've just been doing it part time from home.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, so how's that? Like, what, how do you feel like it? Do you think it's worth it? And what, what's kind of the aspect that makes it most worth it if you do think it's worth it?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, for me, it is worth it because, you know, you know, if GameStop takes off, different story, but, you know, can't count on that yet. So, uh, you know, if, you know, going into a career, behavioral neuroscience is really interesting to me. i like, the only way you're going to do that is to go to uni. But then do I want to do it full time, right? So if I did it full time, um, it would be tricky to get to work, you know, so I probably wouldn't work at least during the... Uh, uh, I'd probably work during the summer, and then I'd the summer's off or whatever, right? And that would be okay. But then I'd probably have to tap into student loans for sure. And here in Canada, nothing wrong with student loans. Pretty good rates on that. I'm pretty sure it's, like, what, 0% interest? 0%.
0: Right?
2: It might, yeah, yeah, 0%. So it's basically, it's basically free money, almost.
0: Well, you actually do um, get some free money a lot of the times so with a bursary. Yeah, you do. It's uh, the money yeah, that you don't yeah. have to pay back.
2: So, like, in Canada financially, it wouldn't even be, I couldn't even say that it's financially crippling if I did go that route and go full-time and all that jazz. But I'm just, like, I'm not in a rush. I don't feel like, you know, dedicating Mm -hmm. most of my waking hours to studying and going full-time and all that jazz. Right? So, I'll save the money. I'll live at home. I'll do it part-time. And I'll stay working. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just see how I feel as I go along, you know? So yeah, pretty chill for me. I'd say it's worth it because the opportunity cost for me is relatively low right now. Because um, my alternatives are not the university and then do what I don't know. I, I could go into like some trades if I wanted to. That's from every time I go to my barber. Every time he's like, "Yo, plumbing's where the real money's at." <laughs> it's like uh, i like, yeah, I'll consider it. I mean, to be
0: fair, and I might when, when yeah, you look at right. uh, when you look at the. Uh, a lot of people living in our neighborhoods. A lot of them are small business owners. A lot of them are contractors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. they might have college education for sure. But uh, in Canada, if you want to make money, it's being those kind of things where you could start your own business, having a plumbing job. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, cost less. Um, it's shorter time, and when you do start working, you're making a higher wage. So you're basically making, mm-hmm. a, you're spending less time, less money to make uh, a higher wage at a younger age. And you have the potential and the possibility to start your own business and uh, expand um, and make more money. So in terms of financially, mm-hmm. it actually, he, he's got yeah. some, you know, very good points too. He's, oh, yeah, he's like absolutely it. right. So, I just don't want
2: to do that. <laughs> My, I don't know. Welding, welding back in shop class was pretty fun. So who knows? Who knows? That's always there, I guess. Um, but then it kind of goes back to the same What I want to dedicate so many hours of my life yeah. to doing that. I don't know. You know,
1: Yeah, you could you just, know. you just, you
2: could uh, stop. Maybe we're waiting on that one.
0: Yes, sir. You go, just go um, full-time coaching, start your own school. <laughs> yeah. No,
2: I can't know. No way. Dude. No way. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Um, that seems like a lot of work, like the setup. Because I work at a gymnastics center. Oh my goodness, the 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 amount of work the owners must have done, especially and like I mean, even now they still do so much work. But like, uh, because I know for a fact at least one of them used to work as a coach and was like the owner and like setting all that up, and it can be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of work. They really have to have passion for it. You yeah. know, I don't know if I got that much passion for it. I have fun coaching because I get to like pass on my knowledge of, uh, parkour. Um, and that's, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know. feels right to me, you know, pass on the knowledge a bit. Yeah. Um, but whether, whether I would start I a whole business around, it I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And I'm content working as a coach
0: for now. Yeah. But yeah. what about you were, what kind of really um, stands out? I'm gonna, making this yeah this. I'm going to refer
1: back to, uh, what Lorenzo said about, um, you know, like finding something he, he enjoys and like really, really love learning about it. And um, that's something like that he values and that's that's worth it for him. I think a lot of people really get to experience, you know, and like start, start to see a more clear path, I guess, to like whatever they've been wanting to do or what they've dreamt about doing. And I, I think that's a really good experience overall and that's really valuable. Um, as well as like what you were saying, like definitely pushing you out of your comfort zone. You know, you feel like, you know, you've never felt like such an adult in your life. You know, you're, you're pushed to live by yourself or like live with other, you know, random people you've never met before. And, um, you know, you, you gotta learn how, how to sustain yourself, you know, financially as well as, you know, um, academically. Or like some people have jobs, uh, like Lorenzo, like while in school, and um, uh, and balancing all that with social life, you know, you really get to get to experience what it's like, truly, like living on your on your own. Um, Yeah, and you
0: get so much opportunity to get involved in the community, like where those are Mm -hmm. clubs, where those um, you know intramural sports. There's just a lot happening. And I feel like that could be very, um, I mean, some people kind of go to university for the social aspect. Uh, and um, yes, I, there are a lot of people feel like they need to go to university, like uh, Lorenzo was um, talking about earlier. And so for them, feeling like they have to go to university just to, give, to you know, get a degree. For them, a lot of those people are at university mm-hmm. with the incentive of just kind of the social aspect yeah. and uh, doing enough to get a degree at the end. And that's it. And like, that's that's kind of all they there for. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, that's cool. If uh, if you feel like the social aspect and then getting a degree at the end is worth it for you, then sure, go ahead. Um, I just want to provide some uh, kind of counter arguments to the positives uh, that we've talked about to the different aspect that could make the university, um, you, know, you know, experience worth it. So the stuff I talked about earlier about, you know, um, I guess, independence, responsibility, being outside of comfort zone. I feel like you could definitely do that by just start to, you know, work, whether that's part time or full time. But, you know, make enough to move out and uh, live by yourself, maybe even in a different city. You could certainly do that. That is definitely a possibility. You could definitely do that if you start doing uh, trades as well, you don't have to go to like a university. Mm-hmm. And also you, you could spend the same amount of money and maybe do some traveling. I feel like you could really grow a lot by doing that. Um, there are just so many other ways you could get the kind of similar things out of it and develop similar skills out of it. And also um, in, in regards to education, I know um, if you're trying to do nursing or if you're trying to actually do stuff in the lab or if you're trying to get into medical school or, you know, they're just various things that's going to be very difficult for you to actually um, learn by yourself. But um, in general, a lot, of, a lot of these courses and the material, you could learn that using mm-hmm. resources online, using, you know, mm-hmm. books. Um, there's so, so many great lectures and uh, videos out there, um, even just on YouTube. And there are paid services who offer even you know additional uh, content, and a lot of the stuff you learn in these courses are um, you know in books. The knowledge is there, whether the, the you know the professors publish it themselves, or if they're using a different source. But when it comes to just the learning a lot of the stuff in many of these fields, you could actually do um, all of it, or at least a majority of it, by yourself if you really. Um, spend the time looking for it and dedicate yourself to actually learning it so Mm -hmm. just some you know and also like we were talking about if you're looking um, for like the financial aspect of it you could definitely see how certain other opportunities might be more worth it to you than spending uh, the amount of time and money to get a degree um, with a very well, with, you know, a lot of these degrees, it's difficult to get a job right away, and the jobs you do get aren't necessarily stable and doesn't exactly pay well. So I just think there are many uh, arguments you can make against the, even the positives that we bring up in here. But I think um, mm-hmm. one thing that you probably wouldn't get, and maybe uh, a lot of people don't quite think about this as much, is engaging those dialogues with other people and being challenged to think critically in the classes. And a lot of time that's kind of missing from the online school. And that's one of the things I feel like that I personally don't like about it, even though I like the flexibility and I don't really mind learning online. But I think that aspect of just talking and discussing a lot of these ideas and really being challenged to think critically about them I think that's an aspect of university that's um, not talked about enough and and something that you can't um, just get that easily, you know, actually academically, uh, people who actually know their stuff to think about it and discussing it um, just like that. So just kind of Mm -hmm. maybe have your thoughts on um, that you know, the counter arguments I presented and also the thing that I think really makes university stand out and can't really be replaced Um, if you're looking for that aspect.
1: Yeah. Um, Like, I think they're on the I know you mentioned, you know, about moving out on your own to experience, you know, um, that sense of personal growth or uh, traveling as well. Um, But the one thing you also don't get is the sense of community, you know, um, socially. Uh, you have all these students, you know, all in your major, thousands, you know, um, and you're you're you kind of get a sense of you kind of make yourself, you know, feel at home at a certain point um, where you where you can connect with these other people, uh, these other students on on like a certain level where you're, you become more comfortable. Um, with yourself, you know, and, and with others and with new people as well. Um, I don't, you, you kind of feel like you, you find a place for yourself to not belong in, but you kind of find yourself a lot faster. Um, definitely. And you kind of find out where you enjoy, what kind of people you like being around with. Um, you know, and a lot of people say, you know, the friends, uh, <clears throat> the friends you make in uh, in university or college or post-secondary or um, or friends that last forever because um, of that sense of connection, you know, the relationships. Um, so I think that's also something that can't really be replaced. Um, yeah, that's that's my take on that. But, you know, everything else, you, you got it pretty much spot on, the
2: so, yeah. any? Yeah, pretty much spot on. I yeah, basically agree. Yeah. Well. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the one thing about uh, moving out—if you don't go to university. Right. So, like, I think one of the big reasons why you wouldn't move out uh, for going to university is just, you know, the logistics. Yeah. You want to live closer to universities. So you don't have to commute from White Rock to SFU. Right. Um, <clears throat> either way, uh, that's always brutal. But um, if you don't go that route and, like, you, let's say you have another job, then I think it's the same situation. It kind of depends. Right. So, you might not be incentivized to move out, you know. I, think from a financial perspective strictly it's not a good play to move out just because you know especially when you're so young unless you have like a really high paying job and you can really justify it and it's not going to save you back financially but even then you could just save that money you know instead of moving out so the only that's really the only thing is like uh, personally I, had, I wouldn't move out just to move out just to, oh just for the experience or whatever uh, if I had the option to just stay at home and save that money because mm-hmm. you know you think when you're early, saving that money will go a long way if you invest it, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's kind of it. That's, all, that's, the only, that's the only little tiny gripe that I had with it. But yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was not even really a grip. It's just kind of like a caveat. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, with what you're saying and those kind of um, the counter arguments um, I, I provided, I think it's very easy to see that uh, depending on what you're looking for, the university experience um, may or may not be worth it. You know, it, you know, it really depends on your situation as well. You know, being in the States, you know, obviously you pay a lot more. You know, you could look into other, uh, go into other places where you spend uh, less money and that uh, lower opportunity cost may make the the overall experience um, worth it for you if that's kind of what's stopping you. But if you're looking for certain things that you can't really get elsewhere, um, then, you know, yeah you might just have to go through with it. Um, but like, like uh, there are many situations where university probably isn't worth it for you. And I think um, it's very important to understand that just because there is this pressure uh, and there is this idea that, you know, always oh, to go to university, you know, if you really recognize that what you're looking for, university isn't just going to, um, you know, offer it to you, or if what you're looking for, you could get elsewhere with a low opportunity cost where you could get, you know, have a have a better just kind of um, overall experience. Uh, you get a better end product if you go a different route. All of those are possible. So you really just mm-hmm. kind of need to look at um, why it is right for you. And, and that's a very similar thing to what I mm-hmm. was talking about uh, with living at home versus moving out, uh, given the opportunity. You just gotta see which opportunities you you're gonna take, depending on what you value. Um, you know, if you really wanna, um, if you really feel like living alone is gonna offer you a lot and you could uh, afford it, you might just spend that money and not have as much savings. Um, if you really feel like that's a move for mm-hmm. you, but then if you feel like you could just stay home and save more money, uh, invest more, and do that, then you do that. You know, you just kind of apply that kind of mindset to uh, university as well and i think we've covered a lot of different aspects of it that are very interesting so i don't know if you guys have any final thoughts or if you guys just want to move into the highlights mm. segment yeah just real quick back to the student council thing so i googled it a little
2: bit ago and this dude that i was thinking about jazz randala or whatever i can't don't know how to pronounce his last name but apparently he was like a president he got impeached over this right um they had like a vote or whatever and I don't actually think he was the one being accused of the sexual assault things or whatever Um, or sexual misconduct or whatever there was some other dude and he just happened to not do anything about it I um, think there was some other stuff I yeah. don't know but either way Matt's um, got impeached because of it so justice prevails at SFU yeah oh no he had like oh, I, my, my favorite one was his uh, leaving statements He's like, with my departure, I hope you guys will realize – hold on. Let me pull it up. Let me read Let me read it because it was pretty funny, I think. <laughs> Somebody who just got impeached. Okay. Uh, Rondal was the last to speak before students voted to call the question on, on the motion. With myself being gone, I can assure you that you'll continue to have a CEO who neglects student groups on campus, have directors who continue making decisions such as SFU students, Dang, almost $20,000 to send empty buses to UBC after events canceled fall kickoff.
1: Damn.
2: So, I don't know. He sounded pretty salty about it. He sounded pretty salty about it. (laughs) Wait, did SFU actually do that? (laughs) I I, I guess (laughs) so, I guess we sent empty buses to UBC. Oh, my
0: goodness.
2: (laughs) I know, dude. Come
0: on. That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Hey, why are these buses here <laughs> oh man not a good luck for us you do cheerleading right so, do you ever actually like do cheerleading at i games did cheerleading where, um, like
2: yeah we did cheerleading at games you did so basically how it goes is that um We'd only need one squad there, or whatever, right? Or like one unit. So we have more people on the team that we then we would need on a, in a game. Uh, th- the whole team would be there, or the whole red team would be there for like a competition, like a cheerleading competition, oh, at okay. different yeah. events. But as far as the games went, oh my gosh! I'm like, hey man, I love SFU, but I don't love SFU football because let me tell you, man, we went on like a five or so, like we went on like a five year losing streak, dude. And we're like the only NCAA school, right? So we we're always playing against schools in the in the states. Yeah, you're
0: div- you're Div two, right? For but something. Well, like I think that. for yeah, volleyball, you are probably
2: whatever the lowest one is. Yeah, you might
0: be lower. for Probably football. whatever the lowest yeah. one is. I don't for know. Football, man. you're probably lower. Probably
2: Mac is like we're probably about as low <laughs> as you can get. Let's be honest. Like and, and like we beat one team from like a random tiny tiny little college somewhere out west. I forget what it was. I forget what the name is, but like you go to cheer at these games, and you know statistically all you're cheering is like you're chi- you're cheering for the losing team every time, right? Don't get me wrong, I love it. Um, nah, but the awkward part is when when you don't realize somebody gets injured and you and you and the whole team's still cheering, and then one you're like, oh, kneel down, kneel down, and everyone stops cheering. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Really good. Good time. Um, only only time that it was uh, pretty whack was when it was raining. But, you know, yeah. you got to do what yeah. you got to do. Um, other than that, cheerleading at the games is fun times. I'm not on the cheerleading team anymore just because when Rona hit, I'm like, I, I'm out. And then it's, they've only been tumbling for the longest time. Which don't get me wrong, tumbling is actually one of the reasons why I joined, right? Because that's one of the more fun parts to me. But am I gonna am I gonna transit or get a ride all the way from White Rock to like Coquitlam every day, every time we train, just so I can go and tumble for like two hours? I don't know. And then besides that, also a lot of the senior members left the team, and that's kind of you know the senior members. Like don't get me wrong, love the coaches. Coaches are really good but the senior members kind of carried the game a lot because you know in that kind of cheerleading environment you you learn a lot from your teammates you get a lot of knowledge from your teammates so now the team kind of got you know with so many of the veterans being gone and so many noobs being there who didn't get a chance to do stunting with the older members who didn't get a chance to have the full cheerleading experience for like a whole year Mm -hmm. um it's just, it's not the same, you know? It's not the same anymore. I i, I'll, I, I could consider coming back for sure, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know. I don't know if that's in the cards right now.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess let's finish this off and do, uh, let's do the highlights of, of yeah, this fun. week. Sure. So, um,
1: I uh, got my second dose. Anyone want to start? So now, yeah, I'm, I'm squeaky clean yeah. now. I'm squeaky clean.
2: Ah! Oh, okay. Very Jeez.
1: Nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah I'm waiting go, till the 14th, uh, man. That's it. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I haven't gotten the text yet. I I'm still waiting on that
2: one. Still waiting on that one.
0: Um. See. Yeah, yeah. It would be yeah, nice man. to all have, uh, stress, you know, two doses, fully vaccinated.
1: COVID. Nah, nice. nah dude one of those people who like film themselves like licking the public toilet seats dude <laughs> immune man immune what about <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a that's a normal pre-COVID Oregon. activity <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I like, told like you <laughs> oh, man
2: Hamilton. Um No, nah, it's been pretty chill last week. not too much. Just still waiting on GME, you know. Um not nah, highlights wise. I don't know. So I've been hanging out with friends more now that uh more restrictions are lifting up, so that's a lot nice. of fun. Yeah. You know. So nice to be able to do yeah. that again. Yeah. It's a lot more normal than it was even just a month or two mm-hmm. ago. I like it a lot. There. Yeah, Doing step it. three over there. Must be nice. nice. Yes, sir. Crazy. Happened so fast, I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I think
0: I was the one who told you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. insane. Crazy. But, yeah, I mean, really, it just happened so fast. Like, a month or two ago, pretty much everything was, I, I think everything was still pretty much back in place. And then, like, restriction lifted up a little bit. And, like, we had we got to lift some restrictions at work. And okay. then, like, a week or two later, it's like, oh, okay, it's almost completely back mm. to normal besides the coaches having to wear masks and like we, we have like cleaning rotations and whatnot yeah. right um, and then beyond that you know it seems like now to the majority of places obviously there's still going to be some places that ask for masks so you got to respect that um, but now it's kind of like That's good. Though. as far as the yeah. provincial government's concerned you don't got to wear a mask really yeah. Yeah. which is very interesting yeah yeah, that's kind of the highlight,
0: yeah. I guess. Uh, well, the highlight for me um, probably, would probably be today when uh, Italy yeah. beat Spain in penalties um, yeah. to make it to the finals of the Euros. <laughs> Pretty sick, man. Pretty Traffic. sick. I would say uh, they probably, uh, at least on paper, and also just based on previous tournaments and the fact that they didn't make it to the World Cup, um, definitely really stepped up. And uh, in fact, they made it to the final. Pretty incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not my favorite team, but I am studying Italian. Uh, have been to Italy, and uh, Andrea Pirlo, uh, a former Italian player, he's one of my favorite players of all time. So um, definitely, always a supporter of this team. And because all my <laughs> well, because Germany has gone. Um, it, Italy is my team right now So the fact they made it to the finals Wait, Germany's gone yeah, then. Man. They, they got eliminated, man Wait, who got Germany? <laughs> England beat Germany, man Oh, oh yeah, I think yeah, I heard about they're that pl- They're playing That's tomorrow wild. against Denmark <laughs> I'm hoping Denmark wins, man Germany or Ingram? England? England, England <laughs> Germany is gone, bro <laughs> Okay, yeah Okay, well, I
2: don't know how there's it is Like a loser's bracket or something I don't know nah.
0: Yeah, no, it's semi-finals, it's semi-finals. Follow, so it's, it's England soccer. versus Denmark for the to play against Italy in the finals. <laughs> I'm hoping Denmark wins because uh, it's not coming home. <laughs> it's not coming home. Sorry, English fans. <laughs> I don't believe. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, we'll end that here.